Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 503, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined, as always, by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? I'm doing good. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, same to you. Big week. You, as, is it confirmed you're going to the club? It's not, and a Topolino's reservation came through, Ooh. but it was for 945. That's kind of late. Yeah, that's, that's... Even for you guys, that's pretty late. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that was... Because you're not getting home till like one thirty two in the morning. If you and then know. I got a drink after that, so. <laughs> you have to drink. That. Yeah, so, you know, that brings. That's like an all-nighter. And I got a lot of golf to play this week. Oh, is that right? Yeah, a lot of the guys. Did you All find someone for Thanksgiving? Did you huh? find a group for Thanksgiving? No, I haven't found a group for Thanksgiving. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I just went shopping this weekend. I got the turkey. Now, do you are, are you cheap like your old man? Do you get like the 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 thirteen cent a pound turkey? Is that what yeah, you go with too? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Why would I spend extra? It's already ter- a turkey's terrible anyway. Might as well buy the cheapest. No, one. turkey's good, and I've had some decent turkeys. How could you tell? You couldn't. Tell yeah, me yeah, this. yeah, yeah. You know what, Frank? I'm don't, don't even go there with the steaks. The same. The Applebee steak is the same. Yeah, you can't tell the difference. The steak, I agree because you're not now, cooking it like all the like. You cook a turkey. I'm not saying you can't season it and it tastes better, but if you prepare the forty nine cent a pound turkey and a four dollar a pound turkey, I don't think there's any difference. Then why? Then why is uh, why are they? Why is one seventeen cents and the other one's four? Because people like you would assume it would be better. Oh, so it's the consumers are dumb. I did buy one once. I bought one from Westerly Packing. It was like $4 a pound as opposed to like 49 cents a pound. And I couldn't tell any difference. You couldn't tell the difference, yeah. I mean, I don't like turkey. I mean, yeah, you I, don't like I turkey. Maybe like a wild caught turkey. I think they have darker meat, but I like the white meat anyway. Which I like no the white flavor. meat, but I've been, I like a fresh turkey. I got a fresh one this year. I didn't buy the frozen. I got fresh. What but do you get? Like, Butterball? Uh the stop and shop brand. You get you you even get you get the stop and shop brand. Well, it's the same thing. They get them from the same place, I'm sure. Ninety eight cents a pound is what I paid on sale. The frozen one was forty eight cents a pound, and the fresh one was ninety eight cents a pound. So it was double. And I, I went with the fresh. So I paid twice as much as I had to. How many people do you have that come over? 
Uh, this year is going to be a, a couple less because my sister-in-law is pregnant and she's due like next week. So she's not going to come and her husband, but otherwise it's going to be one, two, three plus four, seven plus four is 11 plus three is 14. If you count the kids. All right. So obviously it's your family, right? Cause you don't have the yeah. girls go somewhere else. No, they stay with us. Yeah. Okay. And then it's your mom and dad. Correct. And then it's Mike, Mike Jr. Mike, Mike Jr. and Hubert. Yep. And Hubert. So the sister normally comes, but she's not coming. Right. And now you don't you don't you, you don't have your sisters over, do you? Oh yeah. Mayor oh. and, and Kev Atherin and the boys and Okay. And, and, oh yeah. that's a oh that's a I'm already getting a little tension headache right there. Too many people. That's yeah, too many people. It's a lot of people. But that's okay. I think we'll be fine. I think we've done it several years now. But it's good. So what's going on with golf? You told me you had a juicy golf story to tell me. Well, no, I, I told you that Alex and I had like a, a married couple's argument on the golf it's, course. It's not the first one. You guys bicker sometimes like an old married couple. Yeah, like every maybe every maybe every few months. It's not even I was going to say like twice a year maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like us. We we'll get into those once in a while. We haven't had one in a while, though. If it's been know. a while, it's been a good two, three months before we've gone back. I think it could have went there if I continued on with your cheap turkeys. Oh, I don't care. You can call yeah. me cheap. I I don't like to. I'm not willing to spend the extra money on an expensive turkey. Anyway, but let's, let's throw Alex under the bus. I'm ready for. Well, some we're not good throwing Alex him under the bus. Uh, but... I, I will. All right. So. I I I always have to keep the scorecard for our Saturday game. Okay. So you know the rules. You get one point for a bogey, two for a par, and then it doubles from there. So at double bogey, at double bogey, you pick up, you pick up, and I give everybody just a double bogey. Correct. Okay. So we are. He hits his what I think is second shot to the left of the green. I'm in my pocket already. What hole is this? This is number 15. Okay. So he pulls over that front, over that front left bunker. So he's there in uh-huh. two. And I thought he got up and then two putted for five. Well, apparently he didn't. And okay. he, sma- he smashes his ball off the green. So I get, I'm on 6T, and I'm asking. I go, Kurt, what'd you have? He tells me, Michael, what'd you have? Okay. Al- and I asked Alex, and he's mumbling and kicking his putter and, you know, smashing yeah. it and kicking his ball and, you know, throwing a little baby temper tantrum. I yeah, mean, you're, you're not one to do that. As you're... far as golf is concerned, be a gentleman on the golf course, okay? <laughs> you're not known to. You don't do that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, me keep and Cash- Mr. Cashiano were looking at him, you know, like, just keep your composure. To Two of the coolest game. cats that have ever played golf. You guys are like Arnie Palmer out there, just smooth hey, and, and right. You've been there. You've seen us play. You know, you know my game. Yes, exactly. So I asked him. He's still mumbling. So then he goes, "How many times do I have to tell you I had a double?" So I'm like, "Why don't you just tell me?" I said, "You think I want to ask you five times?" So I write down the score. So then we're going up. We're going up the par three sixteen, and we're still going at it. I said, you know, I said, I, I asked you four times because I can't understand because you're mumbling and throwing a freaking baby temper tantrum. I said, and then at the end of the round, when you guys audit my goddamn scorecard, oh, I had a four. You had me down for a five. Then we got to take the eraser out. We have to go over the scorecard. And, you know, 
It adds another five minutes at the end of the round. I said, so I want to get this stuff. We have to audit the scorecards at the turn. I have everybody look to make sure the scores are right. Yeah. And then he, you know, so then, you know, we, we, we let it go. We let it go. And then he leaves one at his shoes in the bunker. Oh, on 16? On 16. So then oh, he comes out good. and he misses his bogey putt. Okay. So I looked at, I knew exactly that he had, you know, he had a double bogey. So I looked at Kurt. I said, do I ask him what he had? Kurt, just, <laughs> he's got his hands, right? Because other guys, are, the other guy's putting. He's trying not to laugh. So we go, we go to 17T. Who's the fourth in this group? Between? Michael Sneed. He's a sweetheart. Just an oh, absolute yeah. gentleman. So I don't think he's figuring any of this stuff out. <laughs> so we're on the, we're on the 17th tee. And uh, I'm just, I got the scorecard in my hand with the pencil, right? I'm just staring at Alex with a smirk. And he's not looking at me. He's not looking at me. Because he knows it's coming. He knows it's coming. Yeah. And then like Pretty a lot sure of times, sometimes I'll miss a hole. and go, hey, can I get five and six from everybody? And they'll give it to me. So I was yeah. going to ask Alex specifically the two back-to-back double bogeys, what he had. <laughs> Can I get 15 and, and 16? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I let it go, and everything was fine. Everything was fine. We finished up on 15 because they had to shotgun us because they had a welcome back tournament Saturday afternoon. So they shotgunned us on 18, so we finished on 17. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, and we were, and then we were fine. We, we, he and I walked in, and we had lunch together. Everything was fine, but yeah, I just had to let it... Let it be known. You know, I don't appreciate these kicking balls and smashing your putter. No, no. Temper tantrums are not appropriate on the golf course. No, they don't help your game. No, you got to be in the right mindset. Right. That's what it's all about. You know better than anybody. Just keep it calm. Just keep it calm. You have a couple double bogeys in a row. You got another. You can breathe another life. You got another life out there. You should ask him to mark it when he knocked it off the green. Might put a mark on that. Get some side action going. Oh, and then you know, and then on okay. six, and then on number eight. Okay, let's see. Right? I, like I got it. the ball on a tee, and I absolutely, I hit it about fifteen feet behind the ball. Right. <laughs> I go, is that short of the creek? And they're like, no, it made it into the creek. And then they th- they said something like, "You become Gary now." Oh, they're throwing me under the so bus. So they go, you become, you're, you're like your cousin now. So I see them like looking at each other. I go, are you guys looking for some side action? Because I told you two weeks before. Yeah, yeah. They had $50 that I chunk, that I dropped my ball and then chunk it into the creek from five feet. <laughs> Again, yeah. And yeah. Did, oh, right? yeah. No, they're bust. They're breaking your chops now. You've become your cousin. You haven't made it over the creek in the past three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that, holds, that hole does not do uh, participate well with our family, does it? No. We have some bad. That's a bad total score in there. I've never made it over that creek once. Have I played it five, six times now? Yeah, you played it quite a few times. I've never made it over that creek. That's not ideal. Yeah, at least I'm known for something. Yeah, it's good to be known for something. And I don't I mean, have the backyard. Old... Still the clot. Still the best. <laughs> that's hard to do. That... <laughs> we'll everyone. We'll point over at that backyard. That's so. That's so good, isn't it? <laughs> And you were so calm, you're like, this isn't good. <laughs> no, you, oh. you shanked it six yards in somebody's swimming pool. No, it's not good. It's never a good shot when it goes further right than forward. <laughs> it, went like it, 18... about four... it went about 17 yards forward and about 45 yards side, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not good. When it goes further sideways than it <laughs> And the one I did on 15 that um, literally went backwards. <laughs> um, Gary, you know that creek on 15. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I was lit. I was skating on the edge. I was, I was literally about two feet from in, being in that Creek and I got it sitting down. My number is great. Cause I'm almost in the Creek. So I got like one thirty, little downwind, got the pitching wedge in my hand. It, <laughs> it went almost backwards. Cause I think I had further. <laughs> I, I, think I, had to hit, I had to hit nine. <laughs> 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 Think about that. Stay short of the yeah, your approach. Uh, you got a club up. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> that is hard to do. I have to say. People who don't play golf have no idea what's going on. No. I mean, I've had some long par threes where I snap hook it and I got 45. I got a great range right now. <laughs> Because I got forty five back. <laughs> yeah, right. But when you get when you have the same shot and you add six yards to it, because <laughs> you're five yards in front of the green after one. I'm mean, in front of the creek after one, and then you're seven yards yeah. in front of the creek because of the two, angle. Thirty because yards of the to the right. Of the creek. Yeah, further away from the hole. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough action there. <laughs> you can't even get mad at that though when that stuff. Happens. Oh, I loved it. It was because it's it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you play with guys and you tell them they're like, "Where would you?" <laughs> they go, oh, "Would you go?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I suck. <laughs> oh. oh God. Should we take a break, Bart? Sure. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. We are back from break episode number 503 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, with Thanksgiving upon us, I thought we would talk about something that I know you're thankful for. And that is... Oh, I like the way that you're putting this all together, parts. Keep going. You like this? Yeah. And I know something you're very thankful for, and we're coming up on your one-year anniversary of DVC ownership. Yep. So I just wanted to have a very informal conversation with you as opposed to our typical podcast where we put a lot of time and energy into it very formal and very regimented yeah so i just wanted to kind of just talk about it and and what you would say to somebody thinking about it after a year how you used it things like that so we'll just i guess we'll just get right into it um 
it was in December last year, right? Where you finally bought in, or was it January technically? Uh, no, it was literally a year ago. It we were signing the paperwork the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right, because you used it when I was down. That was the first time, and that was like the beginning of December, right? Or a couple weeks before Christmas. Same right. time I'm going to be down this year. So that's right. So you signed basically this week. Because the month was ending, and that's when that promotion was ending, right? I believe so, yes. So you needed to get, for the for the promotion you got, it was going away after, at, like, December 1st. The prices yep, you're exactly right. Yep. So you signed on. You bought in at uh, Grand Floridian. Yep. 150 points. Yep. What did you pay? 209 a point or something? Before so it, it was 207. 207. Um, and then with the incentives, it, it brought it down to 199. Okay, so one ninety nine a point ended up going in at that, and for a long time you had been considering it mm-hmm. and doing the spreadsheets. What was the what finally got you over the hurdle? I know we've talked about it for people out there that don't remember. Like, what was the final? I know, like Susie was a hundred percent on board, but what what got to that point? What was it? It was the Riviera tour. Yeah. It was a Riviera tour. Which is amazing. Not, not in a bad way. It's just, it's funny to me because you guys have stayed at a lot of the deluxes, but then that yep. one was just like pushed every. It, it checked It checked every bar, box because we don't yeah. like the over-the-top theming. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the poly, and I think that's themed perfectly, but but that's about as much as I can do. Right. And these rooms are gorgeous. Every the suite, I mean, we'll never stay in the suite, but the you know, the deluxe studios, the one and two bedrooms, the tower studio, the amenities, the restaurants, the the coffee shop, I thought was so unique. Yeah. Um, and again, we were like, nope, we're 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 gonna think about it, you know, blah blah blah. And what got us was she's like, you know, she's like, I, I go through our credit card statements and you know, the years that we go up there, you know, we're spending two to three thousand dollars a year, just like on our rooms. And those are a lot of moderates and finding right. really good deals and not going when you necessarily wanted to. Right. Or as much as you wanted to. So just the money worked out for you guys. The money worked out. She said, you know, it'd be nice to be able to go more often than we do. Mm-hmm. Because I get the feeling, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you're a sicko. You'll drive up in the morning and drive back at night and have mm-hmm. a good time, go just for breakfast and, and hang out at a resort. I, I did that a back. lot early on. You're right. But Susie, it doesn't seem like she likes that. She likes to be there, relax, stay over, right? take advantage of the resort where like you'll go up on your own for a day. Not worry yes. about it. Drive up and back in the like I did day. with you, and just picked you up to to have lunch, and we turned around and came right yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. But she's not into that. No, as much. So this was a good compromise, I guess. But even then, like you guys during the pandemic, you stayed at uh, Vero. We stayed at Vero, flights. and we stayed at uh, Old Key West. Old Key West, right? Renting some points, and that kind of obviously. The deluxes, you always, for your anniversary, you tried to do a deluxe anyway. Right. But the prices kept inching up on that, too. 
not inching, climbing, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, when we originally looked, we could have gotten direct for 25 points. Oh, and gotten the blue card, you mean? I mean, I would have gotten Back the blue the card day. for 25. Yeah. And like we always say, the time to buy DVC was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, you can look back and, and regret it. Yeah, if we had bought it, if Sarah and I had bought it on our honeymoon in 2011, it would have been probably $70 a point, whatever. I don't even know what it was then. $100 a point, maybe. And, you know, and you know they had an even better promotion over the summer because they were trying to sell out the Grand Floridian. So, yeah, we could have, you know, gotten in on that incentive and then sold a, a year. Right. But I could have sold a year on the resale market anyway, so... You know, that True. was that's never an option because I don't want to lose a year. You like the point. So you bought that's in product to, to use, you know, to use it. Yeah. yeah. So your your use here is June. June. Am I right in that? OK, yep. so when you bought in in November, you got all of 2022's points. Correct. And then when June came, so you basically got. An extra half year of points. pretty uh, you much got an extra yeah. 150 points when you yep. bought in. not that extra. That's part of how it works, but. Um, so you did that, you got your, your preferred use here. When you buy direct, you could pick whatever use here, obviously. Right. Now, what was, was there better incentives at Grand Floridian or you no. were protecting the resale? Is that why you did Grand Floridian or you just wanted to own there? Wanted to own there. Yeah. I know that was your, that's always been your baby, the Grand Floridian. Yeah. It, it always has been. It's my first love. It's just funny. And I don't disagree with it, what you're saying. It's funny that you said the Riviera pushed you over the edge, but then you bought in at Grand Floridian instead of the Riviera. It's a little yep. funny. Because but... we were we were close. And yeah. and to be honest, the resale restrictions does didn't concern me because I don't foresee myself selling it. Right. But there will come a day that we that we may sell it. And if right, right if right out the door it's worth, you know, 70% on the resale market where the Grand Floridian was holding at, say, 90%. Or whatever the difference is. Right, whatever the difference. It was much greater at the Grand Floridian. Sure. And, you know, I want... You look at the 11-month, and I, you know... I I use it. I've stayed there. I've already booked a couple more vacations, so... Yeah, I guess when push comes to shove... It's nice knowing you can always get the Grand Floridian pretty much at any time because of your eleven month book. It's so it's so easy because yeah. From the from the seven to eleven, it's there's always availability. Right. So I don't have to jump at eleven. I can go at nine or ten and still be fine. Right. You hit that seven month and it can get gobbled up. It can get depending on the time of year. But because the problem with the Grand is they have so few um studios. Right, they have the resort ones, which you don't like as much. Right, there's a lot of those, but the the original DVC building, uh, deluxe studios, whatever they call them, there's not that many. You're right about that. Yeah, and it's officially sold out now, so it's nice. It's officially sold out. Yep. Get in. I mean, they can always find you points, but they weren't. They won't be incentivizing it anymore. Right. Especially yeah, with you two can new... buy the you can buy the twenty five add ons or whatever. Right. Through through them direct. So let's talk about usage in your first year. Do you know off the top of your head how many nights you've stayed? So we stayed one night, you and I, mm-hmm. at the Beach Club Villas. Yep. 
We stayed two nights in April at Saratoga Springs. We stayed two nights uh, for our anniversary in, in July, July at, Riviera. at Riviera. We stayed one night in September at the Grand Floridian. That's right. And then at the Beach Club right before that, too, right? And the in Beach August. Club right before that, we did back-to-back weekends for a night. And now we have two nights planned for Christmas, or just before Christmas. We check in on the 22nd, check out on the 24th, and that's at the Grand Floridian. So that's nine nights you get yep. out of it. That's pretty good. And you didn't use all your points. Didn't use all my points. You Did you use 150? I know you had like the extra that you banked. Did you end up using? Or no, because I'm, I'm still carrying stuff? over, because now what we have is we have... Three nights booked at the Disneyland Tower in January. Oh, that's right. I have uh, three nights booked for next September at the Grand Floridian. But that's in your next use year. That's in your 2024. No, it's because I be- I used the, the uh, 2023 points for that. Oh, okay. All right. Very good. So you're getting a lot out of it, sticking with the studios, doing I'm still able nights. to. I'm still able to bank. I'm not to the point now where we're using it up. Right. Not like me, where I just <laughs> used it all at once. But that'll be worth it. It's well worth it. I mean, there's and, two schools to the thought. Do you, do you use them up and then be like, look, we need more points? Yeah, that's true. If you always have them banked, you can't. If you're always banking yourself. them, then there's no yeah. way that you can go to your CPA. That and, <laughs> that's and a good say, point. Hey, I need another, we need another 150 contract. Or as we stay in this three-bedroom, and that that changes things going forward. But, I mean, the studios are nice. You even got gifted an old Key West. You've been up a lot this year. Yeah, I have. For different things here and there. Yeah, it's nice. And, I mean, you'll be staying in the tree houses. Yep. And you have a, what do you have, an all-star? Booked for the night before. I haven't booked case. that one yet, though. But yeah, oh, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna do it. You gotta do that soon, though, because the the reservation thing I think is next week for the moonlight. Is night. it? I thought it was the thirtieth, the twenty eighth, I believe. Okay, then I'll have to do it. Either way, um, yeah. So, what are your? I mean, I know obviously you're in love with the product, but. Did you use it how you anticipated? Was there anything unexpected for you during your first year of it? Did you like it more than you thought you were going to like it? Way more. Yeah. Way more. Because you kind of buy in and you think, all right, we just have like, you're just prepaying for X amount of years of hotel rooms. Right. Which is not the but it's it's more than that. There's like a freedom to it that you don't realize. And obviously, we still both have our rose-colored glasses on when it comes to it because we're still new to it and kind of like getting the swing of things. It seems like the the longer you have it, it either becomes more more regular or even you just kind of take it for granted, but. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like it just changes the way you, you play around on that that dashboard. Yeah, 
like I already have my alarm set for my seven month booking window mm-hmm. for the summer. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what'll be open. I'll do a split stay or do I want to get everything at one or, or see where we're going to stay? Maybe one Epcot area, one Magic Kingdom area, see what's open at the seven month mark. I don't know. It just changes the way. Whereas like in the past for us, it was like, all right, how much do we want to spend on this hotel room? And now right. we got to make it fit. Okay, we can only do five nights if we stay here. We could do seven nights if we stay here. Because we just I don't want to spend that much. And now it's like, you have the points. Mm-hmm. You can stay nine, ten nights. Like, it extends for basically the same price. It extends your vacation. And for you, two nights is twice as much as you normally did. You would stay for one night a lot of yeah. times. But two nights, it's not even. It's more than twice as good to stay two nights because you get. It, 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 and that's the thing. We we did a couple. Like we did the one night at at Beach Club because somebody had canceled that reservation. Right. But it's a pain to check in and have to check out. Like it's nice to have the two nights because then you have that one full day. Yes. Where you don't have to worry about the check in and the check out, and you can go to your room at two in the afternoon and close your eyes and watch a movie or something. Right. Because even though, like, the few times that you've done the one night, you got in early. Like, didn't you say Beach Club? You were in by, like, 11 o'clock or something. And Grand yeah, Floridian Beach Club, Riviera. Riviera, we were having brunch, and I got the text saying that my room was ready. Right. And that was after, like, a request, you know? After, like, I That's just true. said, hey, if you could get me Higher the highest floor. floor, I'd appreciate it. So, but, yeah, staying one night is just, it's good, especially for you if you find something last minute that you really want to do or you're going up for a concert at epcot or something but that second night makes a huge difference because you get that consecutive 24 hours in the building which is huge and now you're already planning something that you haven't done in a long time which is like a multiple day stay to go to the parks yeah that september trip for next year because you said it's been so dead in september it was we had such a great experience i fell back in love with the parks yeah and so now you have that stay specifically because you want to go to the parks during the slower time and it's a lower point time for the room Um, and like those are the things that you run into is okay if we're gonna go to the parks do we just want to stay at saratoga for nine points Oh, do you want to stay at the Grand Floridian? Well, the Grand Floridian's our home resort. It's our favorite resort. And it's the lowest point schedule there. It's so why not stay year. there? Yeah. Right. But you don't have to do it every year. You could do like you book that at your 11 months just so you have something. And then you can look at seven and see what's open. You could look. You could, you, you could mod it. Yep. You know, so that's all. That's also part of it. But you get. You get like caught up in the choice making because for your anniversary, didn't you have two things booked up until like a month? Yeah, we had the contemporary. That's right. Because it's still it's still one of those that I'm just dying to stay at and I don't like it. It's probably a reason why it's one of the like two resorts that I've never stayed at. I feel like they destroyed the Incredibles room. I had absolutely zero desire to stay there. Right, but Bay Lake Tower is different than the mainframe. Right, but from what I've understood, what I understand is Bay Lake is beat up. It's due oh, for it's refurbishment for next refurb- year, but I heard it's it, and I heard like the room design's a little quirky. 
Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen too many. Yeah, now that like most of them have the refurb, you're almost yeah. like snobby. Like I need the Murphy bed. I don't want the couch. But it's just something about that with their food and beverage that I just I want to hang out there. I want to go to Top of the World Lounge. I want to yeah, eat at Kelly Grill and just be able to walk back to my room. That's nice. Yeah. Even Steakhouse Seventy One go over for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, just be able to walk down there and then head back to your room and sit on the balcony for an hour. Right. Take your to-go coffee and sit on your balcony with it. Yep. Yeah, that's not a bad play. Yeah, I don't know. I'm already spoiled by the pull-down Murphy beds. Yeah. Like, the difference between Saratoga and Kidani was so big in my mind. Like, staying... With, and we didn't even use it because it was only Sarah and I, and we just used the bed. But even the couch is a little nicer because it's newer. But when we go with the girls, having that pull-down bed is such a big difference. Yeah, but not but not having it there when you're not using it is huge because it makes that room twice, you know, tw- not twice as big, but close to it. No, but what I'm saying is, like, Kidani still has the pull-out couch. They haven't converted over to the Murphy. Right. Bed. And even though you still have the room in inside the studio, it just doesn't feel as as nice. It just needs that refresh. So like those boardwalk ones look really nice as they're showing the, the refurb. I like those a lot. That's high on my list, but that's high on everybody's list. Yeah. Boardwalk. That's hard yeah. to get in at seven months. We'll see. Got a couple weeks. I got to really strategize in these next couple weeks. I might t- need to use my consulting firm. Which is you. Yeah. See what I want to do. Yeah, we we will when we launch our new podcasts. Yeah. We will be offering consulting services. One of the things that I I just want I don't know how to even explain it. Like just the opportunities for all the different resorts that I never thought I'd be able to stay at. Whereas you guys would justify it because you were going for one or two nights and you'd be like, and we were getting 30% off. You got the Florida discount. We only stayed at those deluxes when we got those either Florida or AP 30% off discount, sometimes 35. But even then it was expensive. And even now some of those big discounts still don't get it into where you want to spend that money. Right. On it. But Um, like we got grand flow on our anniversary on our 10 year anniversary for like low fours, which is which outrageous, but when their rack rate is seven change, right? It's kind of like, well, I'm never going to be able to get it for this rate again. So instead of just being smart and staying at pop, you say, yeah, yeah sure, let's do this. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But now that's like always how you could do it. You could just spend the points. You already spent the money on it. You might as well spend the points on where you want to stay. And like you said about your September trip, that's still the lowest point value for Grand Floridian, which you like the best anyway. Right. So why not just stay there for that trip? And like I said, you know, like we're getting up earlier and like we're starting to see the value of doing a rope drop. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, we get up early, we go for our run, we have a cup of coffee, and we go into the parks at Rope Drop. And then by 1130 noon, we're done. Just get out. We come back. We do a complete resort. We eat at Citrico's, and maybe we go back for an hour or two at night when it's slow again. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But I'll never stay there if we're just going to go commando, which we never do. 
But like if you if we're if somehow like you guys were down at the same time and we we're gonna do the parks a lot, then right. I'd probably go stay over at Saratoga with you or Sure. Yeah, somewhere, absolutely. somewhere else. Yeah, it's it's a catch twenty two though, because when you're uh, you stay at Saratoga or Old Key West because the points are lower and you go to the parks, you're like, Well, I'll I'll go to the parks more. But if you stay at Grand Floridian or contemporary or boardwalk you feel like you can leave the parks yes and because you're so close and then you just go back like you're never gonna maybe not never but you're rarely gonna go back when you're staying at saratoga just because it's a bigger process it's a pain because you have to use the bus system right because we Everybody says, oh, that, you know, that the, it's the monorails so crowded because the Grand Floridian's the last stop before the Magic Kingdom, which is true. Mm-hmm. But we just as soon rather walk or take that ferry boat. Yeah. And people, well, you know, you have to stop at the Poly and then go. Well, I like that option of getting on at the right. Grand Floridian, cruising over to the Poly. Like when we went over there when you and Sarah were down and we took the boat oh, yeah. over to the Polynesian. Yeah, that was nice. It's a beautiful little boat ride. It is very nice. I like the walking option. That's my the favorite. walking option's fantastic. Because then you're not beholden to anything. You're only no, you're, beholden nope. to how fast you can walk. Right. Or how fast you want to walk, I should say. That's why when we stayed at Saratoga walking to Disney Springs, we were close, granted, mm-hmm. but we loved that because it wasn't that far and you could it was a nice walk anyway. Oh, it's such a nice walk, isn't it? Along the along the river. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, there's so many, so many things. So what else out of your DVC? Well, we, we've we kind of not buried the lead, but <clears throat> we haven't talked about your perks. I mean, you booked that cruise. That's something you probably would have never yeah, done. You know, like, you know, everybody poo-poos on buying direct. And I don't, I don't poo-poo people who buy at different resorts or who buys direct or who buys on a resale contract. But... We really wanted to buy a direct contract because of the resale restrictions, and we want to stay mm-hmm. at the new resorts. And we've already stayed at Riviera, and we have Disneyland in a month and a half or so. So that was very right. important. But being able to go up to top of the world, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's great for you guys. That's fantastic. No, it's probably something that you're not you're not going to use anytime soon with kids, but they do allow kids in there, and they do have like a a bar menu, yeah, where they have some different foods and stuff. But that's not a place that you're going to frequent often. No, we wouldn't go out of our way if we were staying right. at Bay Lake with the girls. Or if you were staying at Polynesian or Grand Floridian or whatever, you might go yeah. over there and you know have dinner at Steakhouse Seventy One and say, "Let's go up there for a dessert or something." Right. I think um, it's the, more, I think it's much more worth the blue card when you're local. I would agree because I think you're definitely going to vacation differently when you when you're getting on an airplane. Yes, and you're going to buy a five day park ticket. Yes, you're exactly right because when you just goof like Chris and I, we just go up there and we'll sit by the pool. Or we'll just sit in our on our balcony. Yeah. But even just being able to book that cruise. Not that it was a discount or cheap or anything, but you like, you know, Susie likes cruising. Yep. She's been this trying to get you to go one. on one. 
and this was kind of like not a compromise, but this was kind of part of the deal, right? Like we'll do DVC, but we got to do some other traveling too. Right, exactly. Yep. Which is only fair. Of course. And uh, this was like kind of the perfect marriage of both that you wouldn't have been able to maybe, or you wouldn't have booked this cruise or this itinerary if not for it being the DVC cruise. Would not have been able to because it's a DVC specific cruise. What I'm saying is you wouldn't have booked a carnival European cruise. No, no. No, we did. We did this because of where it was, because it was Mm -hmm. a DVC cruise, because we could pay cash and not have to use points. Right. And I don't know. I think it's going to be something cool about being on a cruise with all DVC members because we're all, you know, Disney Disney people are nerds to begin with. But now you have 2,000, 3,000 DVC members on a cruise. Yeah. Oh, just a mat. You know me being a golden retriever. So where do you own? How many points do you have? See, these people have 600 points, Susie. We need more points. You guys are going to be like the the low men on the totem pole. I bet points wise. I, I feel like the uh, cruise no doubt probably about it. are all four digit point people. No doubt about it. I bet when you have those conversations, you're going to be averaging in the 800 to 1,000 point range. You still stay? You stay at studios? <laughs> yeah, oh, wait exactly. until you stay in a one bedroom. Uh, but think of, like that's the thing. Like you have enough room if you were to have if if you buy if you go in a studio. Mm-hmm. But let's think for a second if you do a two bedroom. You and Sarah have that king bed in a yep. separate entrance entrance with a bathroom and a TV. Now the girls have that studio where they each have their separate beds. Right. And then you have that living room in between. You just have so much room. Yeah, it's a ton of room. And is a two bedroom overkill? Yeah. Oh, but yeah, is it nice? Sure. Yeah. It's really nice. But think about like square footage. Saratoga, Old Key West, two bedroom. They're like a thousand square feet, aren't they? It's Maybe insane. more. You could easily live in those places. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's like having a really nice apartment. So, yeah, of course it's overkill. And I don't want to spend 50 points a night. Right, right now when I only have 160 points, but you get up to that three, four hundred and you start. If you going get into that three year, or four hundred, you're not gonna you're not gonna be using studios and going on ten trips a year. No. Exactly. That's when you And start, don't you tell just, me you haven't looked at like what would be the complete max. I haven't yet. You haven't, haven't you yet. haven't done the spreadsheet like if I just go balls to the walls and we do a two bedroom for eight days, I'm gonna need three sixty. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I should probably work on that. My problem is my definition of balls to the wall is staying in that cabin at Copper Creek. That's true. So that means I need like 800 to 1,000. That would be my max. Because I could do that every year. I'm not going. Like, if I had unlimited points, that would be the first place I would book. Even ahead of the three bedrooms. I just like something. Something about that. It's so unique. Those bungalows messed me up, though, when we took that mm-hmm. tour. Those things are so nice. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. Yeah, it was something about, you know, YouTube almost does it in injust- injustice, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you and I, we all agree that we do like the... Copper Creek cabins better than 
the poly bungalows. With that being said, there's something special about that resort loop and just mm-hmm. being able to sit out on that balcony and watching the fireworks over Cinderella castle. Yeah. that It's so nice. And so like upscale and the amenities that were in there. Just that. Cause kitchen. you know, it'd be, you know, it'd be the, the poop What's is that? if you stay in there is to do the Ohana to go. Oh, that's true. And you just sit at that kitchen table. Yeah. You put a movie on and, and you just, oh, having the noodles and the wings. That's true. We're not big Ohana fans, but to have, I've seen videos of the to go, and that to-go looks nice. Yeah. There's all sorts of stuff. You see people talk about, they they hire these like, private chefs to come in and cook in their villas for them. And you, stuff. you, you had said how balling that is, huh? That's pretty cool. They come in and they just cook for you while you're hanging out in like the little swimming pool out on your balcony or whatever. Like, is that just like, would you feel uncomfortable? Cause that's not my thing. Like I'm a wannabe snob. Yeah. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable. Would you be okay doing that? I like cooking. That's the problem. But I do too. Being- but, but I mean, not... it's not like the guys like your butler, like the guys getting paid and would definitely tip like tip, tip them out and take care of them. Right. But I don't know if I'd feel uncomfortable, like with some dude just cooking for me. Yeah, that's a little different. That's true. But just think about how great it is. You know, they ask you what you like ahead of time. And then he's like, all right, this yeah. is what I'm thinking about doing. You're like, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, the grills at the at the cabins mess me up. What just a regular old uh the the regular just gas grills? Yeah, well just I don't know, like the those like charcoal grills are just like hanging out. I don't know, they always seem like dirty and like it just reminds me of like camping. I was like, yeah, I don't want to use that. But like the gas grill, I know it's the same thing. I'm not that dumb, but it just seems different when it has the cover. You get your own set of grilling tools in your in your cabin that you can bring out with you or whatever. I don't know. I could, yeah, I, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway from your first year of DVC ownership is that you're already planning on your next contract, which you don't even really need necessarily anytime really soon. Don't. because I really don't. Because the way you used it, you went a lot. As much as you've gone in a long time. The only reason I would. It's for one bedrooms, right? Is for the one bed. Like, because like, yeah. I want to do a one bedroom at uh, Alani in 2025. Hmm. And Chris was like, why would we do that if we're just going to be at the pools and, you know, the beaches and snorkeling and. Yeah, you're not you know, going out there. on a boat or yeah. a whale excursion, like, because it's nice. It's nice, yeah. I don't know. Something about waking up and like walking out of your room into like a main living area is nice. Like, wasn't it? Wasn't that one bedroom at Beach Club just a game changer? It was nice, yeah, for sure. We had the Golf Channel on, and we ordered B dubs. Yeah. Well, like, what we just, you know, I brought rolled my cooler in, and like we put all the beers in the refrigerator, and we're actually just sitting on the couch, and we're not sitting like on the corners of beds. Right. Yeah. That's actually what I really like, and you mentioned it already, but 
that's one of the really nice things about the DVC studios is that you have the extra room. You can sit on the couch. It is. It, and the couch is uncomfortable. They're not bad. They're, they're not fine, crazy. but they're not comfortable. Like, it's not something that I would want in my house. No, no, but it serves a really good function. It's way better than, like, everyone squeezing onto the edge of the bed to watch a movie at night. I mean, it's nice when you're getting ready if, you, if you're going to throw some sneakers on. Mm-hmm. And you could sit there instead of trying to bend over or sit on a bed that's too high and you can't bend over to tie your shoelaces. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, it's just it's it's nice. What they've been doing to these rooms is spectacular. Yeah, and like you said, with the when you have kids and you could just fold it up and like put the mess away and have take back like half of that room to use as living space during the mm-hmm. day. It's great. You come back from the pool. And you could sit on the couch and have a snack and watch some some Mickey cartoons before you get ready to go to dinner or whatever. It's way better than just having two beds in there for sure. So just that part of it is great. And I know they've been doing that at the values even, upgrading to that. Oh, side, yeah, the values which is phenomenal. But um, having them at the DVCs is, is great. It's a huge advantage as well. Makes the studios really desirable where it's not a huge downgrade from a one bedroom to a studio no obviously the one bedroom get the full kitchen you get the laundry which a lot of people really like that doesn't necessarily appeal to me but it is nice to have in a pinch Um, or it is nice you know if if you've been there for eight to ten days and then you can just take care of your laundry while you're there instead of having a instead of having to deal with it because like you know like when you've been use all your clothes you're doing two days of of cleaning and folding and that's true too when you get back or you can even pack a little less yeah sure and throw throwing a load of laundry and then you yep. get you know a fresh start on your on your clothes so yeah that's true that yeah makes because if you're there you know for a while you might bring two or three bathing suits where now you only need two because when you know the other one's two or three days old and it's just the chlorine you can't get the smell of the chlorine out then you just throw it in the wash throw that in the washing machine yeah. and use your new one exactly but yeah definitely seems like no regrets from you were there any negatives to it no there were no negatives <laughs> I, like like i told chris we talk dbc all the time on our walks yeah. and stuff and i said I, I see this is not a this is not for everything for everybody i said i totally see why cash is is a better option i said because I'm one of the biggest nerds there are as far mm-hmm. as DVC. You're you're pretty damn close. Angry Newfield Jr. and Joe Quat, the you know, the professors are very mm-hmm. well versed. But imagine if if you had to drop this on your wife or I had to drop this on Kristen. You know, because I'm explaining bank and borrow and you shit. Like she understands the concept. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass to deal with. You and I just it we, we eat it up. We yeah. love it. That's actually like a bonus for us, but for some people, it's a headache, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, it would be a yeah. complete headache. Like, that's part of what makes it fun. For yeah, it's like to stalk us. the websites. Is to, yeah. you know, most people, oh, well, I want to stay at the Polynesian, so I'll look at staying the Polynesian at seven months. No, book at your home resort so that you have something booked, and then at the seven month, you go and modify it. I mean, it's yeah. just so many different ways to play this game. Yeah, no, you're right about that. I was even watching uh, some videos this morning, Saratoga, just walkthroughs and showing the girls. 
And I'm like, I don't know. Next summer, I kind of want to stay there again. I like it there. I'll see what's open at my seven month, but I'm not like I'm with I, you. I'm willing to do like four or five days there, and maybe just split with one other place instead of trying. I'm to with stay. you. I love like I joke. I joke about it, and I call it like a moderate resort and stuff. I freaking love that resort. I absolutely love that resort. I and like now, the rooms. I yeah, like the, the fact because really nice. I'm a local that I can park right outside my room. I think that's, that's nice. fantastic. Even though I don't use my car, it's really nice just to drop, you know, grab the bag out of the trunk and walk it into your room. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the restaurant. I like, I, I just, I just, I love it. I love that resort. Yeah. And the pools are big. There's a lot yep. of them. I mean, they basically have two main pools. And they've got pool bars at the quiet pools. Yep. Yeah, it's a nice resort. I love the theming. I like to be able to go to Disney Springs, which I don't normally go to. Disney Springs is so nice in the morning. Like when it first opens and it's not busy, it's really nice. It sucks at at night on the weekend. Like when we went over and we did the aerial balloon. That's what we yeah. did. We went over in the morning. It was fantastic. We went over there like on a, oh, what were we there for the weekend? So we went over there like it was Easter. Day. Oh, it was uh, she like she actually got claustrophobic. She's like, right, I remember. Looked at me, she's that. like, I got to get out of here. She's like, I, I don't feel well. I'm getting dizzy. Like it was, it was like one of those scary things. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. fell down, you could get trampled on. It was packed. Right. And it was why the hell does anybody go to this place? But yeah. like you said in the morning, I was like, "Oh, okay, this is really nice." Yeah, it's it's great. So anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't really have any any negatives. I guess the one thing would be maybe for you, especially although you get you get benefits of both. Is like you're not a a huge plan ahead guy, so you can right. miss out. Like if you miss that seven month. But you you don't really care. You'll just stalk it and yeah. find something. Or I can find something. You don't care if you're staying at Saratoga or Key West anyway. But like for me, I need to have my I need to have Saratoga booked, and then maybe I'll stay somewhere else, or maybe not. And I have to be okay with that. That's I guess that would be a downfall. Yeah. Like if I have my heart set on Boulder Ridge or Copper Creek. I have to be okay with not getting it because there's a good chance I'm not going to. You're get not going to get it, right? A studio at Beach Club or Boardwalk, or you know, there's a few of them that are really hard to get, and so you have to be okay with not staying there every time or any particular time. You got to get lucky. You got to put in a wait list sometimes, and hopefully it comes through. So I guess that would be a negative for me, but. I also knew that going in. It wasn't like, that's not a deal breaker for me, especially now that I've stayed at Saratoga and how much I actually like it there. It's not the end of the world for me. If that's where I stay. And you liked it a lot better than you probably thought you would. I thought I'd like it, but I love it. Yeah, I do. Maybe it'll be different when we go with the girls because that was just Sarah and I, and we were just really chilling and relaxing. Maybe I'll, feel a little differently when we're trying to get to the parks and taking the bus over there and it does you know makes it a little different but it's not that bad i've dealt with the buses 
We did it from Animal Kingdom Lodge. We've done it from Pop Century. You know, I've always taken the buses. It almost seems like they're getting worse, so doesn't it? Well, I think you... because they they've incorporated like the Skyliner, so now they're like, yeah, we don't have to worry about being as efficient. It's probably a labor thing. They probably don't have as many drivers as they used to. It could be, and I'm not even talking like a wait time. It just seems, uh, it's just a pain. Yeah. No, I I kind of agree with you on that. It's tempting to rent a car. Yeah. Because, that you know, especially paying for Ubers now. I know we're getting a little off topic, but, you know, if I can rent a car for 300 bucks or something for the week. And, and then, you cost... have, then you have the freedom of going to resorts for dinners. Or driving to the parks and not worrying about the bus. Oh, right, Sarah... right, right. Yeah. So Sarah doesn't drink. So if we want to go, if I want to drink all day at Epcot, she can you still can. drive. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. Like, you guys... A lot of times you don't want to drive to the parks one because you you think it's a pain. But if you guys both want to have a couple drinks with dinner, then right. one of you have to drive home, and that's mm-hmm. you know then one of you can't drink or whatever. So having that part of it too. So yeah, it costs over a hundred bucks to get to and from the airport in an Uber. I think it was like fifty seven each way. So I think maybe that's a good option if you are staying at Saratoga. Yeah, rent a car because then you get get the split stay between the Epcot area and the monorail resorts. I'll have to look into it. Just car rentals have been so expensive lately. I'll have to see, though. Maybe they'll come down a little bit. Anyway, I think we should probably take our second break. What do you say? All right, that sounds good. All right. We are back from break. Episode number 503 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about one year of DVC ownership from Mike coming up on that one year anniversary this week. Just a little retrospective talking about it and just DVC in general, which we always like to discuss. Any final thoughts, Pards? I don't think so. No, I don't really have anything else either. want to wish all our listeners a happy Thanksgiving. All our, our U.S. listeners that have Thanksgiving, we do appreciate you all for being with us for all these 500 episodes. Coming up on, what, 10 years in February, Pards? February, that's insane. That's pretty crazy. You've been down in Florida for, what, nine years now? <laughs> it's amazing. It seemed like it seemed so long that we did the show when I was in our Chaska, Minnesota studios. Right. And it was less than a year. It was the shortest run basically that you yeah. Had. yeah yeah that's pretty nuts 
What's coming up on our YouTube page, Pards? I think I think we're going to transition, Pards. I think because what do we have? What did we put up this week? We had the uh, dining review over at Ale and Compass. Yep, that was good. I think we're going to show a little uh, a little love to Shades of Green. Okay. Very nice. There's not many Shades of Green videos out there. No. All right. I'd like to see that. So go to YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. Subscribe over there. Check out our videos. Uh, you can also follow us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at WDWBTG. Uh, <laughs> I got a video up there, parts On TikTok? Yeah. Oh, I'll have to check it out. I didn't know that. You're a big TikTok guy. Yeah, I I mindlessly scroll through it. I don't use it. Well, I don't post anything. Mindlessly like no is the key word. Oh, hugely mindlessly. I mean, when yeah. I si- when I signed us up to put some of our shorts out there, I'm like, what is going on right now? I'm in the <laughs> mutter, you know, checking in, in into my pooping app. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm like, it, like they're showing me like these suggested things, and it's, it's a- bad. It's a wasteland. Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. You got to curate your own algorithm for the stuff you want to see. Yeah, I got to figure that thing out. <laughs> anyway, so you can follow us there. You can go to our website, wdwbtg.com, subscribe wherever you download podcasts. You can email the show, info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. And also our Facebook group, go to facebook.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family and join us over there for some fun discussion as well. Anything else, partner? Nope. You can bring us home, parts. All right. That's going to do it for episode number 503 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-I-C